Love Talk Radio. that on until the join we one more again for we show Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio this year the queen quit head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation so glad that I wanted to tune in one more again to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station especially during this year month how all the omen out join of the dough happy story month to you we so glad that today we're here one more again where we the pay we the key uplift his living legacy, and we to pay ancestral homage. Each and every week this your time, that we take the time out to do right and thing like that. And you know, we usually dedicate the program to particular names and things like that. This evening, we want to dedicate this program to all the African women with a teeth from the motherland. And for us to make them true, Mel Bison. How to strength for jump over world. How to strength for fight back. And like kill them. Come young and things like that, for being enslaved to our talk. Let me take a more silence for the ancestors born to us. Still did it. Ain't that quick, young? Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. 
We're so glad that I want to tell them to tune in one more again with We This Year Week and thing like that. And we had one nice start off last week, Monday and thing like that. We had one new caller calling in and thing like that. And we had people that gather around this year microphone and gather around your speakers for Yeti every tone. So Yeti, what we to do down here on these islands in the sea, and Yeti just who we be. We be Kalagichi anointed people. So I'm so glad that I want to chill on there with we this evening. And then like that, I want to give a little heel out to the children I've been with all day. Warren Wilson College and Arthur Morgan School, they did back here in the Gullah Geechee Nation one more again. They work with we because this year the Gullah Geechee Volunteer Month and things like that. So we're so glad for all the children who have come in this month and all the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coal Militia members who have been here this year month, especially last weekend for We Black Folk Land and Legacy Conference. It's been a blessed up time and things like that. If one of the followers from Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook, at Gullah Geechee on Twitter, at Gullah Geechee on the Instagram and things like that, you're going to see more and more of the pictures and things coming up from last week and all that. Some things, just leave clips, speak wide on Gullah Geechee TV when we do a conference and things like that because we got some other rest of things coming up later on. So it won't hunt children. But yet it will be a grind on you. But in the Oman month, we can let this your opportunity pass you by. We taught them not robbery every March for joining and celebrating. And so International Oman Day, we've been out in the field and thing like that. But you know, we write up on the air, upon this your radio and thing like that. We ain't never short an honor and we Oman with the and thing like that. And rather was the Oman will bring we into this your world. And we wouldn't have a land. I had to say a place for walk on and walk with the chiller and greet on the chiller will come here for be with we if we ain't had this your land. So because of that, we honor the legacy of Gullah Geechee foremothers who had the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of the value of land from the standpoint of it being an asset to their families in such a way that they knew, at least with land, you knew you'd always have a place to live. You knew you'd have a place from which to feed your family. You knew that you could have self-determination and pride. This is something that my aunts passed down to me on both sides of my families that both of my grandmothers passed down to them, to their daughters, about the pride, the dignity that you have from the ownership of land. So we still have a lot of people who are members of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, men and women, who are interested in land, but there are more women who take the time out to fully engage and learn the information about everything from heirs' property to what economic empowerment aspects on the land for the wealth building, which means it has to go to multiple generations, not just individually putting cash in your pocket. One of the things that we've learned and been taught, though, as traditional Gullah Geechee's from the Sea Islands. And the Gullah Geechee Nation goes from Jacksonville, North Carolina, to Jacksonville, Florida, and encompasses all the Sea Islands and 30 to 35 miles inland to the St. Johns River. So we literally live in the Atlantic Ocean. And as much as we were taught the water to bring we the water going to take we back, we were taught every should I ain't sleep, every goodbye ain't gone. We were also taught Man is going to take on where money can't. So with that latter one, it's not always about money that makes it the asset. It's about the benefit to the family 
and to the legacy of that family? What are you leaving to your children? How are your children thriving and surviving even while you are here? These are the qualities that we feel motherhood should embody. These are the things that our grandmothers and great-grandmothers embodied because no matter how many children they had, it, my grandfather taught my mother knows that saying we're one chicken and thing out for scratch for one and got scratch for all. So that that labor of love goes beyond the labor and the tribulation in it of birthing a child. It goes into now raising the child. And raising them don't mean just have them and let them then figure it they way out on their own. It means actually feeding and clothing and educating and instilling wisdom, knowledge, and understanding and spiritual practices within the child. So here it is that we are in a time that I find very interesting, and that's why I decided to spend this program tonight delving back into my mind and into my soul and pulling out from it. Some of these things that I heard growing up and some of the things that I speak with elders about now are that I can say one quick statement to them and they just nod their head in agreement or say, and they don't, or they're all right. And so man is going to take on and win money can't is a critical piece because a lot of young people now do not recognize, do not realize there's something called protocols. And as a queen mother and a head of state, the queen mothers are the women of wisdom that are within the village. Some queen mothers in certain societies are queen mothers because they marry the king, and then they get the title queen mother. In other villages, in other communities, in other traditions, the queen mother is an elder woman. And in some communities, they are just the women of wisdom. Now, the elder woman is an elder woman, not an elderly woman. So that means she is a woman of wisdom. She's a tradition. She carries on the role that is there to be the nurturer, the advisor for that community. Many of you who have seen the film Black Panther, you will see that council of elders that was there. Those women that are seated, many of them would be queens, and they would be queen mothers. And in my case, I am both. And so here it is that many people do not realize that if you have respect, people use this word respect very inappropriately nowadays, and they do not realize that there's no such thing as, oh, somebody has to, you know, gain your respect or whatever. You should respect a person on sight, and then you can increase the respect for them as you get to know them. But you cannot out of one side of your mouth say you have respect for a person as you try to get something from them, and then the minute that they tell you they won't give it to you, then you say something or do something disrespectful. That means you never had respect to begin with. You are simply using a phrase to try to exploit, to try to abuse, to try to enter in to gain something for your own personal use. Well, the way that we were raised in churches throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation, you had mothers of the church. You have the board of the mothers of the church when you have a number of elder women who have been engaged in the praise house and the push over the brush over the church from the beginning, who have grown in the scriptures and the scriptures have grown in them. They didn't just attend on Sundays. They didn't just go to church. 
they actually have had the word of God grow within their spirits. So these women also tend to be those that are looked to by any wise pastor, not an egotistical one or one that just wants to have a title calling him a minister or a pastor so he can be seated in a pulpit because it is elevated above the congregation. Actually someone who God calls, not someone who called himself. They tend to be humble enough to recognize the vision the women have. And where there is no vision, the people perish. So there is a strength there in that leadership of the queen mothers and the mothers of the church's role within the Gullah Geechee Nation and from us bringing it here from the motherland. So the mothers are who I'm seeing in many arenas that I go to, many of the international arenas. And last week we celebrated International Women's Month. I see more and more women around the world who are taking leadership positions and saying we have to be the ones to lead this charge in this fight to heal the world and to do something to stop the climate change dynamics that are going on, to do something to make sure our children don't die in the streets. There's a song that is a prayer called My Prayer by gospel artist Dietrich Haddon. I would send you to go listen to that on YouTube. That is my prayer. Our children would live and not die in the streets. And like the ones before them, they would have opportunity. Well, one might say, when you look at the historical legacy of the foremothers of native Gullah Geechis, those foremothers who were the Igbo, Mandinka, Malinke, Yoruba, Gola, Gizi, Mendi, Temni, Fiki, Bibio, who were kidnapped, you'd say, well, wait a minute. What opportunity did they have? But their children and their children's children and their children's children's children, they imparted wisdom. They left spiritual covering. They bored out a way. They shouted out the wilderness in order to make the way for this generation to have opportunities that they didn't have. Grandmothers and mothers who worked in people's kitchens and took care of other people's babies and shook their babies and delivered them as midwives and so on while their children were at home with somebody else in the family, did all of that to be able to buy their children some shoes, get them a new dress for Easter Sunday and for the Sunday school and for them to have to go back to school at the end of the farming season and to have just a, a little something in the stocking, the literal stockings that would hang over the fireplaces and whatnot, that they would know that each one of their children, whether they had one or they had 16 or 20 of them, had a little something come Christmas time. These are the types of things that they did. They went to the Oster factory to work. They went then when that season was over down somewhere else, whether they had to walk to get there, to say, let me go do a little um, house cleaning for somebody else make some money there, come back, go out sometimes with their fathers, their brothers, their husbands, into the creek in order to catch food that they could also feed the family with but then sell some of it. They turn around, they farm a half an acre, an acre of property, 
so that they could feed the family again, but also have a little something to sell. When the person would come around, the truck farmers would come around and say, well, we want to buy something, you know, and then they could get the money, put the money away, store it, and save it because the tax man was going to come later. The policy man for them to be cover the family it, when insurance was now available to black people because insurance, life insurance wasn't always available to black folks, all right? And so on the Sea Islands, us being away from the mainland, not having bridges, it was even that much later in time before there were policy men, as we call them, that came to the islands. But who did they deal with? They'd call them auntie a lot of times, but that was somebody, mama usually, or somebody, grandmama in there that would go on in there and have that little change purse or go on in that little, you know how you do, pull it there and, and reach in there and get it out, or you go head on in that back room where that jaw is hidden at, or that trunk is hidden at, and you get that little change out there and you make that payment because, see, when somebody home going time, you ain't want no shame on the family. You wanted to lay them out right. That even if they had had a hard life and didn't have anything newfangled in this life, we were going to make sure that when they went on home to meet their maker, they showed this. And we still go all out today. And here it is that we don't go all out for each other when we're living the way that these mamas did, the way that these mamas showed us how to do it. So all you got to do is emulate them. All you had to do was watch them and learn from them by repeating what they did, getting up early and having the food cooked already before the children come on out out the bed, go on and be the first one in the kitchen, throwing that extra piece of wood on and then stirring chicken around in the fire so it blaze again around there as it went out in the later part of the evening while everybody was in there under them quilts that they had already sewn to keep the bodies warm that was under them. At least two, three people in the bed, that body heat kept everybody warm for them. One that had that 20 head, probably had about six of them in there, shriek one, one with shriek one, the other rest of we, and things like that. But we were warm, not just because of the quilts, not just because there was a wood stove or a fireplace in there. We were warm because of the mother's love that was in that house, the mother's dedication to not abandoning her children, to go run the street, to go get somebody else out there, to run down no man out there, to run down nothing that would bring her physical body down, that did not want to run out her name and her reputation with a whole bunch of people all around the bend talking about what she's doing but that stayed home with our children, took care of them, nursed them at the breast, then took the time to make sure they were washed and they were fed and that they had a decent place to lay down as best as she could make it and so that they would also know how to make it when she wasn't here anymore, when she'd leave a legacy. She'd leave some words to them. I'm sure every Gullah Geechee listening, there's something you can think back at this moment that your mama said, your grandmama said, and your auntie said, that when they first said it to you, you probably had to pause and wonder what, what they mean by that. But you lived to know what it meant. And you realize how in very few words they imparted so much wisdom. I have a book, my last book that was released, is called What Mama Them Say. 
and that book has sold very well, especially amongst people who are senior citizens, because it brings them back to old landmarks. They know the proverbs that are in the book. And as I mentioned one of the proverbs earlier, every shutter ain't sleeping, every goodbye ain't gone. They had the wisdom to know that even when them children act like they're sleeping, that don't make them sleeping. The grown folks' business was discussed with that little churn listening. They also know people play like paying no attention or they gone, and they right there listening. They're still right there in place. So for that, you better mind your mouth. And so that you act accordingly, act within proper teaching, act within protocol, all right? Because righteousness don't harm nobody. So to live righteously is not something you should go away from. And this is what I've learned. That is all that they taught us. Unjust don't prosper. So when they would say things like that, they would be letting you know to act justly with one another. And nowadays we have sisters ready to rip each other's heads off, much less all the fake stuff we putting on them heads, rip it off each other for the least little thing. She ain't even said nothing to you, but I don't like the way she looks. We are leaving our children to raise the other children, and the children ain't but one year apart. We got to do better than that. And we're going to know better, we're supposed to do better. But part of that has parentification of children. There ain't no grown folk in the house. Everybody in that house had their child as a teenager, so you grew up with your children. So they're friends to you. They're not in the same position that we had. And oops, oh, wait, let's think. Huh. Our ancestors used to get married as teenagers. Married, 15 years old, 16, 18, 19. So don't say that the no teen pregnancy thing is new. It's not new. What's new is that teenagers are out here raising children by themselves with no guidance because if someone got married at 15, 18, they were probably marrying a man. If the girl was that young, the man was probably daggone near 30. And guess what? His mama and her mama were grown folk, and they could now guide this young lady and help with that baby and give direction and give counsel from what they've been through, what they learned, good, bad, and different. If they were women of wisdom that cared about other women, they were nurturers, and they would share that. And nowadays, people keep to themselves what they should share and share what they need to keep to themselves, especially with the advent of social media. So as a result, we have people not following protocol because they don't think there is a protocol and they think that they're your friend in real life because they click like as a friend on social media, on Facebook. So then they don't give the respect where it's due to our elders, to our mothers, to our queen mothers, to the mothers of the church if there are any left in the churches. These are some of the things that are traditions that we need to continue to honor. If we honor mother, mother will nurture us. And that applies to the motherland. Honor mother, 
mother will nurture us. And so it's critical that we begin to address this. And I thought it not robbery. To focus on what some might say is a very serious topic or a very somber topic during Women's Her Story Month. Because if the women are now in a position to lead, what tools do we have to lead with? If you're an emotional wreck, that the first little thing that you can't get, you get hostile, you want to fight, you want to cut somebody out, you want to act ignorant, you want to now write and speak to people who you should give deference to as if you write and speak to your peer group that's out of order and it's out of line, and you will never, never, never have good things happen to you in life when you do those things to people that you should honor. Whether you met them face-to-face or you figure, oh, I admire them from afar from online. It's been very interesting, the various things that I've dealt with this month alone, given that it's Gullah Geechee Volunteer Month and the level that some people have contacting the Gullah Geechee Nation's headquarters and contacting the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition's offices where they want to come into the community and study us. And when we tell them we don't allow you to come study folks, but you can come build relationships with them, with folks, and then they get angry because you won't say that you're going to support them trying to come in and do a safari and then financially benefit off of you. People not properly planning for what they are attempting to do and then feeling that they should just have carte blanche to walk up on you, just approach you out of left field, and then you're supposed to just grant them interviews that they're going to use, that they're going to sell to other media, that they can just come and run up in your house. Ah, let's talk about that. Because one thing that Gullah Geechee mamas don't tolerate is you running in their house. So whether you have this abrasive, hostile, forceful energy that you think that, well, if I ask for it, it should just be given to me, this sense of entitlement that causes you to think that you should be brash and just because you email or just because you tweet or just because you make a comment on a social media post that you should be able to just come and see and talk to whomever you want, it's out of order. And we only handle that which is decent and in order in the Gullah Geechee Nation, as we were taught by our mamas, mamas, mamas. And one thing they taught us, you don't run in this house. They would put a good whooping on you with a switch that you had to go pick out if they caught you running in their house. They tell you, go sit yourself down somewhere and study on yourself. So that's what we need to do now is bring these young sisters together to get them together, to get them to really examine who they are as girls, as young ladies, and as women. I saw some things I could not believe the night that I went to the Black Panther movie in terms of what some people had adorned themselves in or just slapped on. I don't even call it adornment, just slapped it on. And I could not relate to what made them think that that, which 
is something that should be in a gentleman's only club was appropriate to wear to the opening of Black Panther. Here it is that there's a teaching moment where there's something that is a modern film that could be used to dialogue and discuss womanhood, not only black power and black self-determination. And I think that we should not let the opportunity go by to use the tools available to us. And if you're in a situation where you say, well, you know, I do come from one of those families you talked about where all of us were mothers as teenagers. So really, there ain't no old people in here. There ain't no older women in here to really talk to. I get a lot of Facebook messages like that where people will say, well, I don't have anybody in my family I can really talk to. And the oldest people have died. So what do I do? Is seek. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So if you have not found that teacher, that woman, that nurturer, who will take time out with you, whether that time out be 10 minutes, an hour, is every week, is once a month, is every month, or whatever, when you're ready, she'll come. If she hasn't come already, maybe you ain't ready. Because what it is that you truly need to be taught, what you truly need to see, maybe God knows you are not ready to receive it yet. And maybe you're no mammals. Again, mammals might take on it when money can't. So there's a lot of people out here in this hustle trying to get the money. But trust me, if you got the mammals, the money will come. And as Napoleon Hill would say, the people of success need to have a pleasing personality. Whatever the mind can conceive, the mind can achieve. So you can achieve it to have the right mindset, not be set in your ways. I'm telling you right now, go set yourself down someplace. Meditate on that. Do some introspection. Look into yourself and physician heal thyself. As the nurturers, as the healers, we have to first heal ourselves before we can heal the world, before we can nurture our families, before we need to be producing any families out here. And then you would see the balance and the energies in the world and the time and the tide literally shift and change in a positive and uplifting way. I guarantee you that. But until women can learn to respect those of wisdom, those who are their elders, there's going to continue to be an off-balance. So all the women who are on the righteous side are also having to battle those who are not. And so all that rah-rah needs to cease and some humility needs to come into its place. And this should happen early on. This should happen as a girl. This should happen as a teenager before someone says to you that legally, hundred almond. So it's time for that now. And it's time for this legacy that women such as the beach lady, Marvin Betch down the American beach fort for. She was an opera diva as a young woman in Europe, singing, being honored with accolades flowers and cheers because of her voice. 
But what did she do with the million dollars she made? She used it to elevate the voice of uplifting the people and healing the land and healing Mother Earth through all the work she did at American Beach. She remembered burying her great-grandpa in the sand, Abraham Lincoln Lewis, the founder of the Afro-American Life Insurance Company in American Beach. He had partners. She remembers burying him in the sand and helping to heal him through Nana, the sand dune. We are the Nanas. We are the Queen Mothers. Here it is that we have people like Miss Ernestine Tobias Felder, God bless the dead, who was with Dr. Martin Luther King in the planning meetings, who did all the different trainings, but had to be the field worker and not the marcher because she was a fighter. And in a nonviolent movement, Dr. King had to let her know point blank. He could see it in her eyes. If somebody hit her, she was going to fight. So they wanted to keep her back there working at the base office, but don't come out here in the street. And she was humble enough to follow that directive but to still be a part of the movement, even if that meant from, from being the person kind of in the background. And there were so many other women there with her that we will never be able to know and list all the names. There are women that have stood up for us, stood out. Because they were vocal when the time was necessary, and they were quiet when the time was necessary too. Guanyona, sit on that board, study on the film. So when we think about the Sea Islands, when I think about the Gullah Geechee Nation, I can feel and see the porches, the piazzas, with the swings on them and rocking chairs on them, and how you could see one of the elder ladies of the community that seemed to know everybody business that would sit out on one of those. And she could tell you who came and who went. And she also knew if your mama didn't get home yet, and she could let you know to stay there with her for a while until she could see your mama, your auntie, or somebody older that lived over there to the house and let them come on past her place and you go home with them, but you ain't got to go home by yourself. They'd look out for you. They fed you. They made sure that you had something to eat. They also knew if you was going to school, they wanted to know how you're doing on your lessons. That porch is where we need to sit again. We need to sit there and rock and swing and sometimes sit there by yourself, by your lonesome. Tune in to the rhythm of what is going on with Mother Earth. Let us speak to you. Let God speak to you. Let her tell you what you need to do for the next leg of your journey so that your name will be one written down in her story. This month is a very powerful one that often goes unnoticed by a lot of people. They recognize maybe International Women's Day, March 8th, because they see so many tweets about it, they get some mentions on the news and so on, but then no one then reminds them it's not about the one day, but we have an entire month to celebrate womanhood. Who we do? There's no one thing like that. And what we got for passed on to these young daughters with a crane law. So it's time. And we take the time, like those mothers of the church, 
like our queen mothers, our chiefesses that sat, that prayed, that did ritual, that healed, that had vision, that worked, and those that are working. And we need to respect and honor the legacy that has been put before us and then get to the work that is on our hands now. So I definitely salute Beach Lady Marvin Vetch, God bless the dead. Ernestine Tobias Felder, God bless the dead. Sister Sunshine Yvonne Anderson. Elder Carly Town. Elder Lisa Wineglass Smalls. All of them that continued the work on behalf of the Gullah Geechee Nation didn't resign from their posts, but worked and continue to work, to be examples to many of our Gullah Geechee sisters that are coming behind us, that are humble enough to say, well, let me do what is the righteous thing to do and mind my manners and get up under our elders and our queen and let us learn what we should be doing out here as young women so that when we have to pick up the mantle, we know how to carry it without dropping it. And so sometimes you might think as the women in the community get older, you see them on that porch at Piazza, rocking that swing, rocking that rocker's head, their eyes is closed, they sleeping, they napping, they done doze off. Every shut eye ain't sleep, every goodbye ain't home. And so definitely we need to remember these things. And anybody who's really interested, and you heard me mention it earlier about the Proverbs that said, what mama them say, you can go to gullahgeechee.biz and obtain a copy. Gullah is G-U-L-L-A-H. Geechee is G-E-E-C-H-E-E dot B-I-Z. So gullahgeechee.biz. You can go there and obtain a copy, and that way you can have that to pass down to your daughter to share to sit around in women's circles, women's her story groups, and maybe just read one of them and then talk about it. Talk about that proverb. What does it mean to you, even in your culture, if you're not a Gullah Geechee person? I know if you're a Southerner, many of you have heard the same types of quotes or they've just been worded differently. If you've been around a little while, you'll say, oh, I remember that one. I remember when so-and-so said it to me. All right, and I know what it means now. I've lived long enough to be the one saying it to somebody else. And so this journey during this month is one for me that's a blessing because I get to share it through our social media. Again, you can follow us at Gullah Geechee on Twitter, at Gullah Geechee on Instagram, Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook. There's also Queen Quet is the head of state, chief just the head of state for the Gullah Geechee Nation page on Facebook that one of our fans set up many, many years back, and that a lot of people follow. You can also go to queenquet.com and follow the information that's posted there. And it gives me the opportunity to share the journey and to have other ways that I can pay homage to Gullah Geechee women who I respect, who I honor, that are still around and some that have crossed over, but who've had an impact on our culture, our cultural traditions, our heritage, and that they upheld them in spite of others trying to cause us to get rid of them. And so 
throughout the month, it's a blessing to have memories pop up from Facebook from last year, the year before, and to reshare them and to see the young women that are now carrying on the legacy who will be the future mothers of the church, the queen mothers, the elders of the community, who will now look at it and say, look at what we can do because we see the images of what you do. I thank all of you who send remarks back, who take the time to email with respect, not coming to get something, but just coming back to say thank thank you, who realize the value of building relationships within the community because then we can have family because we have something to unify each other that unites us. We have a place and space in which we can regain energy that uplifts us all, where we can be nurtured and where we can nurture. So we're even looking this week to welcome in the Sunrose Retreat Group once again because they found this place and this space, one of healing and nurturing, last year. And so this Women's Retreat Group is coming here again this year, this week, in fact. So it's a blessing during Women's Her Story Month to be able to bring people back in time in order to go forward. Sankofa, Gobaka, fetch it. And that's what we're doing. That's what we've done. That's what this journey was tonight, to bring you back so that you can go forward as proud women wherever you are in the world and take your cultural traditions, hold your head up high, think of the positive things that someone imparted into you and just do that and impart that into somebody else. If you say, well, I can't think of no words, but you got a beautiful smile, smile at another sister. Smile at another woman. If there's something Something that she has on or the way she styled her hair or the way she working them shoes, just say that to her and then just smile and walk away. That's all it would take for us to be the women that nurture one another no matter where we to be and things like that. And we would honor the legacy of these women I've been talking about tonight if we did that because otherwise it's a sin and a shame because to know to do right and not to do it is what sin is. And so we have to be those ones who are not worried so much about whoever that is in the pulpit preaching, but that the fact that we are walking around as not only living testimony, but that we are the sermon. Your life be the sermon. Let your light so shine that it draws in others into the circle where you can nurture them, where you can feed them, where you can heal them, where you can help with these children. So my prayer will remain the same along with Brother Dietrich Hatton, that our children would live and not die in the streets like the ones before them. They would have opportunity. This is our opportunity to do something with what you heard tonight. I want to know better. I want to post to do better. And so I know some of you say, well, wow, I wish I could be there because maybe there's some things I could learn from you firsthand. Then I could go back and do something with it. But you have a few opportunities like that coming up because this month is also when World Water Day will take place, March the 22nd. So at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, we are going to go to Mother Earth at the Atlantic Ocean here at Hunting Island State Park, and we are going to do a tribute and ceremony for World Water Day. It's going to be a healing ceremony, so the only thing you have to do is be able to have a pass to enter Hunting Island. 
or pay the money to enter Hunting Island so that you can meet us out at the Atlantic Ocean. So if you're interested in that event, please make sure to keep up on our Facebook page at Gullah Geechee Nation because we'll be posting information about that later this week. And you can also follow us at Gullah Geechee on Twitter, at Gullah Geechee on Instagram. You can always email us at G-U-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com, G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com, which stands for AmericaOnline.com. You can also come out and meet me at the South Carolina State Library on the 23rd of March, which will be the day after the tribute at the water, the day after World Water Day, as we close down the Shadows of Gullah Geechee exhibit. That's going to be there. I'll be doing an artist talk, and there will be a reception for me that night. And so I will have books, CDs, and DVDs for sale. It will be at the South Carolina State Library, which is in Columbia, South Carolina, not South Carolina State University's library, South Carolina State Library, which is in Columbia, South Carolina, and that is going to take place at 5.30 p.m. that evening, but they do need you to RSVP. So you've seen us sharing it, and we'll share it again on our Facebook page so that you can make sure that you RSVP for that event. I'm also then going to be heading out after that down to Trinidad and Tobago for the second International Hill Rice Symposium and Festival. And so many of the people down there, we want to have a good time while I did it with Americans, which are Gullah Geechis. And so there will be a number of sisters who are leaders down there who are healers, who are ethnobotanists, that are herbalists, that are there, that we will be linking and doing some activities once again together as we take this journey that also rice has taken, and we were dropped off in so many different points. And so we definitely want you to be there and take part. And then I'll come right back here to Historic St. Helena Island for the Gullah Geechee Gold Rice Festival on Saturday, April the 7th. We'll have it from 10 to 3 on that day here on Historic St. Helena Island at the Dr. Martin Luther King Park because it is one of the activities that the radio sponsor, our sponsor for the show, the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, does in conjunction with the St. Helena Community Market and All Mobile Productions. So come out, bring the family. It will be a fun time. It's about education, and it's about unification. So you bring your children, the mamas, everybody. Come on out and have a good time at that. And then our Coastal Cultures Conference weekend is the weekend of April the 13th. Most of our folks will arrive on Friday evening, April the 13th, and support various businesses and things throughout the St. Helena Island area. And then on the 14th, we will be back where we began at Hunting Island Nature Center. And we will be doing a whole days of activity, day of activities there, not only with lectures and presentations about emergency preparedness and cultural continuation, but also then having opportunities to engage directly on the earth and with the waterways. And so registration is still open right now for that Coastal Cultures Conference. So if you say, man, I missed the Black Folks Land Legacy Conference last weekend, that's another opportunity to come here and join. We, right here, where we'll be next month for the Coastal Cultures Conference, and this is our sixth annual Coastal Cultures Conference. And so we have many, many more things 
that will be going on throughout the year. But these are the things that will be going on. Write your for Hunter Children for Come Join Me. And then I'm going to the Midwest. I will be out in Minnesota. Uh, April 24th through 26th, if you go to the Queen Quet page, the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition page, the Gullah Geechee Nation page on Facebook, you already have seen the poster that is out there for the various activities that are going to be happening all over Minnesota while I'm there. And so I'm looking forward to coming back to Minnesota. I am praying for all of the cold to be gone, no snow, no snowstorms, no sleet, no hail, no rain. I'm praying for them to suddenly have a heat wave during the time that I am there. It won't be impossible because of the climate change dynamics, but all of this makes things possible for us to change the climate of the world and cause things to shift in such a way that all of us come together. It's up to the mothers. It is about us being those nurturers, being those women of vision, for us to come together, celebrate who we be, celebrate on a legacy. So it's a blessing to celebrate once again Women's Herstory Month and Black Women's Herstory Month, which was also founded by a group that owned myself and the Beach Lady many moons ago now, over a decade ago. And so we appreciate each and everyone that listens to this broadcast, that shares this broadcast, that downloads this broadcast, that embeds it somewhere, writes about it in your blog, uses it in your classes. We appreciate all the hundreds of thousands of you that participate in listening in each and every week, whether you listen live or you do it on demand at blogtalkradio.com slash Gullah We appreciate you. And so glad that our hundred children that make plans and things for join we. I want to say thank you, thank you to all the family that saw me yesterday as I was trying to take a little downtime at the movie theater seeing A Wrinkle in Time, and various people were just coming up to me because the children pointed me out. One lady, a child pointed, pointed me out to a mom, and then a brother who was about to move back home. He saw us in the store, and he was backing up to come on back home, and he had a huge suitcase. I said, boy, you ain't even playing. He said, not at all, no ma'am. And he said he will be with us at our festival. So get your passes now and also meet me at the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival in August. Only those with the VIP passes will have access to all of the weekend's events from Friday through Sunday. Otherwise, you will only be at the events at the Charleston Music Hall on Saturday. So please make sure that you go to info before all the passes go. info before all the VIP passes go. Several of them have been sold already, and we know they're going to sell out way ahead of the festival this year. And so all the events, all the activities contribute back into sustaining our land, our legacy, our history, our culture here. So thank you, thank you from the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition and all of us who are working to uplift the legacy that our mothers left us and to hold on to the land that they toiled on, whose blood, sweat, and tears is literally in the soil here of these sea islands. Thank God for her mama and thing like that. And for Big Daddy Mama and all the rest of them and thing. What we did here, I think, like that. And then said, we might not remember the seat and anything for crack we deep both. We're so glad that I had a member we, but we first get you, I think, like that. I want to be a prayer for me. 
We ain't going to belabor the point tonight. We look forward to continuing the journey with you again next week and to continue the journey with all of you who are yet coming here this month for Gullah Geechee Volunteer Month and that continue to support our Black Folks Land Legacy Fund on GoFundMe that allows us to continue to do the work to sustain the land, to keep the culture alive. Because you know that, as I always let you know, on a must they care the root, the healer tree. And a lot of times to get to the root, we need tools. And so we got to have those tools physically and mentally and spiritually to just keep digging deeper. And so definitely family, my sisters out there, the other queen mothers of the world, the other chiefs and head of states, the women leaders, I honor you. I honor your journey. I honor your legacy. And know that I am on it with you. And God, God, keep on, keep staying strong, and keep the power going amongst us. And may the healing continue to flow like the tide. And so, sisters, hold your heads up high. Don't let anybody drop your eyes to the ground. Continue to be around. And when you're not, May someone continue to call your name because as long as a man or woman's name is called, that man or woman never dies. Stay alive. God bless all Hunagalikichi Oman out there. God bless the mamas. This year the Queen Quet head from the body of the Gulligichi Nation. So glad he hunted the tune in one more get to Gulligichi Rhythm Radio Station. God bless you, children. Thank you. I'm Queen Quet.